This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olsher. Hey, how are you doing? What's going on? Steve Olsher hanging out with you here on Fireside. And really interesting day here on Fireside. So good to see a lot of activity. Um, very cool. With Mark Cuban is actually on right now. Um, so <laughs> trying to compete with Mark is, uh, is probably an effort and futility. Not trying to compete, but, uh, you know, just ended up with the schedule here. And um, we've got something going on at the same time. So Mark Cuban... Uh, very interesting conversation with Chris Voss. Uh, definitely check out that recording if uh, if you missed that recording or if you missed that show and you're listening to this recording. Uh, definitely check that out. And then later today, uh, actually, Daniel Pink is uh, is sitting down with Bob Saget. Uh, and that should be <laughs> really interesting if you know Bob. Uh, he's always a fairly colorful guy with a lot of interesting things to say. Not quite... Uh, what you would have uh, thought as the guy who came from Full House. But uh, yeah, interesting times here uh, on Fireside and, and wanted to have a conversation today uh, about the future of audio. And if we've never met before, my name is Steve Olsher. I am the founder and editor-in-chief of Podcast Magazine. Uh, I am also the creator of Club Pod. Uh, on Clubhouse, which has over 67,000 members uh, as a part of that group there, which makes us the largest club uh, and group in all of social media, even larger uh, than Facebook's uh, podcast movements, Facebook group. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see how we're growing there. So good to see everybody. What's up? So we're hanging out here uh, talking about Fireside, talking about Clubhouse, talking about the future of social audio, which of course can include uh, Twitter spaces. And I think we'd be remiss if we didn't include Twitter spaces in that conversation. Uh, and I think we'd be remiss uh, if we didn't include Spotify's green room in that conversation. So yeah, so a lot of interesting things going on uh, here in the world of social audio. And from our perspective, you know, we do have a unique opportunity uh, to be able to sit sort of in the, um, for lack of a better world, sort of in the, the epicenter, if you will, uh, of the industry where we're having a lot of really interesting conversations with folks who uh, are, are knee deep in the world of podcasting, in the world of uh, social audio and so on. Uh, last week, we had a conversation, a really interesting conversation around how do we actually define what a podcast is? And so as I think we, we look to move things um, farther down the path here, I really do think that also needs to be a part of this conversation as we look at the future of social audio and we look at platforms such as Fireside and, and Clubhouse and so on. And so the question is, do we even put social audio in the same category and in the same conversation as podcasting? And that's part of what I'm working on right now is redefining what it actually means to have a podcast and what a podcast really is. Is this a podcast right now? I mean, let me ask you this, just in your 
opinion. And, and by the way, if you've never been in a room with me before, welcome. Uh, really glad to have you here. Uh, but if you've never been in a room uh, with me before and in one of these chats here before, uh, I do like to keep things really interactive. So this is not a, a one-way soapbox conversation. That's the beauty of social audio. Uh, as I welcome participation, as a matter of fact, I encourage participation. So feel free to raise your hand. Feel free to join me up here on stage. It is an open stage. It is an open panel. It is an open opportunity for us to connect. So my thinking, as, as we look at Fireside, as we look at Clubhouse, as we look at the other social audio channels, you know, my thinking is that how we define a podcast is part of that conversation. And I have come to the conclusion of the fact that to me, a podcast, and if you look back at some of the original definitions, what you'll see is that it's basically audio on demand, right? It gives you the opportunity to download audio when you want, however you want, from wherever you want, and listen to that on your preferred device. And so I would put the definition of, um, of a podcast in, in perhaps a little bit of a different light than I think traditionally how we've been using that term. And I, and I say that from the standpoint of we have been thinking about a podcast magazine. We have been thinking about adding a category uh, and, and adding coverage for social audio. And so there have been some of the folks who have said, you know, hey, this is a podcast magazine on RT who said this is a podcast magazine. It doesn't make sense for us to include social audio. I, on the other hand, believe that social audio absolutely needs to be a part of the conversation so far as podcast is concerned, because no matter how you slice it, to me, this is audio on demand. You are there right here, right now, and you are saying, I want to listen to audio. And so here you are. Now, this is live audio. Fireside has been pushing this as a platform with which to create live interactive audio and then to be able to have access to that recording and then to use that recording in evergreen fashion, right? So is this a live podcast? I would argue it is a live podcast from the standpoint of what we are going to do with this show is we are gonna then put this out and give people the opportunity to listen to this on demand. So let me, let me just stop there, let me get off the soapbox because I do appreciate whenever anybody raises their hand and wants to come up and join in the conversation. So let me hear from some others here but as we look at the future of social audio, as we look at the definition of what a podcast is, let's talk about it. And I'll start with um, Azizer. What's going on, man? Hey, good to say, good to have you here. Uh, and then I saw Seth and then Freddie. But again, welcome for anyone to join us here and share your thoughts. What's going on, my man? What's up, Steve? No, thank you, man. Thanks for bringing me up here. Um, as you were talking about it, one of the reasons that I wanted to come up here is because <clears throat> I've, I've been podcasting since 2017. And as I've, I mean, it's changed. It's, it's changed even, even when I got there in 2017 and I wanted to do it since 2015, uh, it is just continually evolving, right? Uh, something that you thought was true back then, it's, it's now changed. And I see these parallels with what I'm trying to do. I, I grew up as a, a son of a taquero. My parents sold tacos. And then, you know, with social media being what it is and how, uh, I see these parallels, like what is a taco, right? And and I find myself asking, well, what is a podcast? And and I and I see these similar things when I see uh, any type of social network, whether it's on Clubhouse, Fireside, or even you know Twitter. There's a there's a debate of what is a real taco, what is a real podcast. 
And I just wanted to come here and say, like, like, what side do you defend, right? I love what you're doing. You you launched this magazine. But, yeah, you can't dismiss. Just like uh, when people say, oh, birria tacos. I'm like, that's not a thing. But they're Ooh, selling man. like But they're so good. <laughs> right? And so, you know, these platforms that are coming up, like Clubhouse, who would have anticipated, right? Nobody sat there and said, by the way, in 2020, there's going to be a pandemic. It's a perfect time to get in. No. I mean, it just happened to hit at the right time. So I just love the conversation because it just points so many parallels to what I'm passionate about, which is like yeah. styles, but podcasting as well. And uh, I, I can't wait to see what's next. And, you know, we're well, let me, all- Let me ask you this then from, from your perspective, and I appreciate you come on up. And um, I don't think there's any debate about what a taco is, but clearly there is some debate that on the nuances of the, uh, the industry that I'm not obviously familiar with. But let's, let me just ask you this. How would you, if I had to- put you in a corner and make you do this in one sentence. And Seth and Freddie, I'm going to ask you to do the same things. Uh, and anybody else who wants to come up and, and share their thoughts. If I had to put you in a corner and say, look, man, you got to come up with one sentence and fill in the blank. A podcast is, how would you finish that sentence? That's a great question. A podcast is an audio that comes out of your personal device. It's audio. Um, that. That's probably, I, I don't know if it answers it, but it's just an audio that comes out, electronic, out of your device. So is radio, so is radio a podcast? Is traditional broadcast radio, terrestrial radio, is that a podcast in your mind based on that definition? No. I look at radio and podcasting similar to like what is TV, Netflix? No. Two different things. Because, but, you're, I mean, not controlling, because you're not controlling the programming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a podcast is an evolution. It's democratized audio. If anything, I would say it's democratized audio. Because we're not controlling the programming here. Like you didn't ask for this room of Fireside versus Clubhouse, the future of social audio. I put out this room and you decided to come in and join it. You know what I'm saying? So like Netflix, if we're going to use that analogy and we look at Netflix as an example, I can choose from an array of offerings what I want to consume versus social audio. You didn't choose that room. You could create the room, but then the people in, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I'm trying to come up with this definition. Obviously with podcast magazine, we're trying to figure out what the definition actually is. So I'm just trying to play a little devil's advocate and, and see how that lands for you. But let me, let me do this while I, I don't want to beat you up on this. Let's, let's hear from Seth and then feel free to pop back in to see Drew and share your thoughts. What's up, Seth? Hey, uh, good to hear from you. And yeah, I think this is an important conversation to have and probably one that we'll continue to be having and figuring out, you know, definitions and all of these things. As far as, you know, kind of what I think a podcast is, my my mind just goes to kind of an, it's pretty similar to what you were saying, like an audio only, you know, piece of content that I can consume kind of on my own time. So I would probably err on the side of like, you know, this live conversation turns into a podcast. Uh, and, you know, radio shows can turn into a podcast once they're like, you know, kind of transitioned into an audio only format. But I don't think that, you know, I don't really care that much about, you know, OK, once we add videos, does it not become a podcast? I think my perspective on this conversation is just a lot more towards the the at large conversation of like really looking at content creators. And I think that this conversation is beginning to shift away from you're a YouTuber, you're a podcaster, you're a blogger, to you're a content creator. Uh, how you're doing that is going to look a little bit different than how Freddie's doing that. 
and uh, how your audience is engaging with you and supporting you is going to look a little bit different. And I think that there's now more and more tools for audiences to be able to support content creators. So for me, in my perspective, I try and not get too like hung up and I don't want to say hung up like you're getting hung up. This conversation isn't us being hung up on a term, but I try to not worry too much about the terms and more think of like, okay, we're content creators and what form of content makes the most sense for you and for you reaching your audience. So that's kind of usually the approach I take with this. Yeah, fair enough. And and now I'm going to make you define it. <laughs> so so as you were to look at this and, and, and have to answer the question of a podcast is and you got to fill in the blank, how, how would you answer that, Seth? A, a podcast yeah. is? I would say an audio only piece of content. So arguably I throw in on demand yes. on there too. Yeah. I think I'd probably throw in like an on demand audio only piece of content. And by on demand, could you, and, and again, just trying to play this through as I look to, to create my own definition and I appreciate the feedback and input here. Ostensibly you could say radio again is on demand because you're choosing like Sirius XM, as an example, if you've got, you know, a hundred channels and you're choosing to listen to, you know, um, you know, rock the bells, radio, old school, hip hop, whatever, that's, is that audio on demand or no? I would say, uh, I would probably lean towards a no. And then, you know, if that radio, then, you know, if they then push that into a podcast where then I can kind of choose, when I think of the phrase on demand, I think of I can choose when and how I listen. You know, radio isn't always like that. Um, and so I think that that's a really important piece of podcasting is like the the choice aspect of me being able to like go through a library and download what I want and kind of being able to choose and look at what content so, I want to consume. So if I'm hearing you correctly, so the recordings that are available to you on Fireside would fall under that criteria, but this room, which is live in this moment, would not. I think, yeah, I think that's probably true with my definition. And I, I think that this kind of maybe becomes a podcast. This goes from, you know, at large, a piece of content to maybe more niche, like a podcast when you choose to like push it out into like your podcast libraries, whatever, whatever process that might be. Interesting. Well, let's hear from the man who almost never has an opinion about anything, because um, I'm, I'm sure, Freddie, you've got nothing to say at all on this subject, right? Yes, I do. Almost. <laughs> and, and, and Steve, and, I, and I'll say this. I'm so glad you said that. Um, I'm going to steal that from Steve. <laughs> so which, which one? Uh, audio on demand. There's mm. no such thing as podcasting, right? And I put this in the comments, right? This is not podcasting. And I get it. And I understand people who develop these apps, they think this is podcasting. But to me, podcasting is an individual perspective, right? A podcasting normally is maybe two, three, max four people speaking. That's a closed off conversation. But Clubhouse, Fireside, Twitter Spaces, Green Room, um, Speak Easy, that's audio on demand. Steve, I'm taking that. Because that's mm. actually what it is. It's a whole new thing happening. None of these platforms have figured this out, right? But I yeah. think what you just said, and I'm so glad this is being recorded, because that's actually what it is. And I've had yeah, it. Yeah, so I can point to person. that and go, you know how Freddie Roosevelt always says audio on demand? He got that from me. 
<laughs> exactly. And I'm going to be like, yeah, I got that from Steve. I'm always prepping you. <laughs> because I, I think we call it social audio. We date back to podcasting. But that's actually what it is. And I haven't heard one person on these platforms, right? Because I've been on Spaces since December. Been on Clubhouse since November. Nobody has never said audio on demand. But that's actually what it is. It's a conversation, right? Podcasting is a closed off space. You may have Steve, maybe Seth and uh, Robert on stage. And then they're talking, having a conversation about a subject. That's podcasting. Clubhouse, right? We got these rooms. People go in there. You got 100 people on stage. People having different conversations about the vax, um, multiple different conversations, right? Afghanistan, mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. Those are conversations, right? But that's audio on demand. And my thing is, I definitely got an opinion on Fireside versus Clubhouse, right? Even as yeah, I was sure. listening, and, and even when I was just listening to, I just left the room, right? Stephanie, who's head of community of, of Clubhouse, right? They got a room. They're showing, they're, they're showcasing their creator's program. The most boringest thing I ever heard in my life. And I was telling some of the people from Clubhouse this, right? In the back channel on Clubhouse. I'm like, this is so boring. The shows are trash. What they're promoting, that's trash. It's not actual audio on demand or actual social audio. Uh, um, a great conversation or actual show is a great conversation. Yeah. That's what social audio should be or audio on demand or a podcast should be. This is why I love Joe Rogan. People don't like Joe Rogan, right? And probably somebody like myself, like Freddie, I probably shouldn't like a Joe Rogan. But what I love about him, he's willing to have those left field, right field conversations, down the middle conversations. And it's a great conversation, but at least you're you're entertained. You want to sit there. You want to, the retention rate is there. And most platforms don't understand it. You can't just put a bunch of people on stage or three or four people on stage and then call it a show and then say, oh, the people in the audience will be entertained. To me, that's just. Yeah. No, the point's really well taken. And, and it's interesting, you know, I mean, I know there are a lot of folks who are just really trying to figure out where this is in the landscape. And I like Seth's uh, approach here. I mean, in terms of looking at it from, uh, from a creator standpoint, right? And, and so I, I do think that that is, uh, and uh, yeah, that was Seth who said that, sorry. Um, I do think there's something really interesting to be said for our shifting into this, this whole creator economy right? Which is a whole other world. I mean, we have our own coin now. And that's a coin that we use with Podcast Magazine, with Club Pod. We use it to reward podcasters, you know, who have the audacity to create, right? And so just these whole ecosystems are being built around this creator economy. And perhaps we're moving out of uh, even these sort of, of definitions, but you know how, how people need to understand, you know, it's the Uber of this, it's the Netflix of that. Like people need bite-sized chunks and bite-sized understandings of what something is in order to be able to adapt and accept what these new things are, because some of them are very difficult for folks to really get their arms around. And as soon as we lose people in terms of understanding, we lose people in terms of consumption and adoption. And I think that's part of why I'm really focused here on defining and trying to get to what this future of audio looks like, because if people don't understand it, people won't consume it. And that's, that is, uh, that's concerning, 
And, and that's something that I just want all of us to think about is how we can help explain what's going on with these new phenomenon are in a way that gets people excited and not nervous or scared or feeling like they missed a boat or they don't understand or they don't want to be a part of it. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. And of course, just open forum here to jump in at any point. If you guys are just joining us, welcome. Uh, feel free to raise your hand, join us up on stage, open panel uh, as we talk about and, and maybe perhaps the title is a little bit misleading. It's not Fireside versus Clubhouse necessarily. A little clickbait, I guess, there. Because uh, we're not really talking about features or why one is better than the other. We're just simply talking about the future uh, of social audio and how these two play into the mix and, and where things are headed as we move forward. So open forum here. Uh, if we've never met before, I'm Steve Olsher, founder, editor-in-chief of Podcast Magazine and creator of Club Pod uh, on Clubhouse, which is the largest podcast group uh, on all of social media and just leading the conversation here today. But ultimately, this conversation works when you're a part of it. So feel free to join us on stage, raise your hand uh, and join us up here as uh, Cedro, Seth and Freddie have done. Robert, what's going on? Hey, how are you? Can you hear me all right? Yep. All good, brother. Mike sounds good. Cool. Well, I tried AirPods on my, I'm through the app and just, it won't work even if I try it otherwise. But anyway, um, interesting conversation so far. And I really appreciate the comments the other people have made. I've been, uh, I've been in the podcasting space for a while, a long time doing different types of shows related to what I do, um, in facilitation. I just got done producing my son's podcast who just talks about everything under the sun and the whole future talk. If you look at where things are going, it, and this is just me. So take this with a grain of salt. This is just from my small little worldview. And I'm not uh, like Freddie, who has a much wider expansive of awareness of what's going on in this, in this space. But it feels like the DTC on the audio side, and you can arguably do it video. It feels like there's less of an emphasis on, for most people on numbers, though that people are usually taught to look at analytics or to look at um, growth in a way that, that, correlates to validation. There seems to be an undercurrent where people are trying to understand the technology first, but are pretty comfortable with a smaller audience that they can connect with in a meaningful way. So there isn't this, there isn't this mad rush to get to a thousand likes or to several follows or to whatever the metric that they feel equates to success. But it feels like the future of audio platforms such as Clubhouse and Fireside and other places is just to make meaningful connections. And if the metrics follow that, that desire, then so be it. But I find that if people are looking for business results, then metrics and things like DTC and all sorts of things kind of come into play. Um, I've used both platforms. I, I was invited to Clubhouse, was on it for a while, and I disconnected from that when come a couple of other content creators I followed went to other places. places. Um, and I just joined. Can Fire I just time you out for one second? Why? Why right. did you disconnect from that? I think it's just important to get an understanding from folks of, of, you know, when they disconnect, why they disconnect. So what? What was the thinking around that for you? Yeah, apologies for the ramble. Um, it no, was no, just no, it's okay. Con- it was just even with with going to club rooms of clubhouse.com and other index places. There, the content started to seem started to fold into categories that just didn't interest me. Like there's dating, uh, there's crypto, um, there's uh, the, the future of this and that. It's a lot of a lot of rooms around uh, pop culture and other things. And 
I'm it's just it did it, there was nothing there. Usually, I followed a couple of people that would consistently. Hold on, I'm going to I'm going to time you out here for a but... second. Is that as we look at the future of, of of social audio, then and the future of audio, and perhaps in the you know where the intersection of the two meet, it is that a reflection of an issue with discovery? Because it seems to me like you could find, well, maybe you couldn't find the people and the clubs and the conversations that you wanted to be a part of and stop seeing those conversations that you didn't. Did you, did, was it an issue of discovery for you? Well, Clubhouse and Fireside both have the same problem when it comes to discovery and that it's, use, it's requiring the user to basically search for what they want on their own time. Luckily, there have been some third-party sites that have allowed people to search for what they're looking for, either through keyword or for what's live or what have you. So the discoverability arguably depends on the, the activity of the person and who they know. But for me, given everything I'm doing with a small business and raising a family, my, time, my spare time is limited. So I rely on those indexing and searching sites to be able to figure out what I'm looking for or other people. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So I, um, I think you were, you were going to share one other thought and then I cut you off about the discovery piece. So I want to make sure you have that opportunity before we get to Victoria. Was there something else you wanted to follow that up with? I think if any audio platform it, that doesn't have a user expansive user base, like spaces does, if they want some legitimacy and they want growth, um, I think they're going to have to find a way to and to your point, have that discoverability, but also to be able to, to make those meaningful connections with not only content creators, but other people. Some platforms don't have that problem because they mix audio and video. Um, but I think this particular one, it's, it's reliant on the, the, the topics and when people are available, even if it is recorded. Uh, but I think that's going to be something that in the audio space, how do you find the kind of content you really like? And how sticky is that content going to be so that you come back for it? And I don't think either platform has really solved that yet. Fair enough. I appreciate your input, your insight. Um, before we jump to Victoria, Freddie, Cesar, Seth, uh, anything else that you want to add that you've heard? I uh, just want to make sure, again, this is an open panel here. So if there's anything else you want to jump into, feel free. I'll give you a three, two, one. Cesar, please. No, no, no. This I'm enjoying the conversation that you. Uh, but I, I just wanted to mention, like, like I, Please. I'm a little bit older, in that the by social, a little bit older, what do you mean? How how old are we talking? Fifties. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I'm 51. I'll be 52 this year. All right, in like a couple months. So yeah, same page. Happy birthday! Uh, but you, you know, in the early 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lily. <laughs> Great song. Early yes. 80s, saw the big old, uh, when telephone lines went to from single lines to uh, to adding a line and you could add people. They, were, they used to call party lines. Party that's lines, yeah. Audio, that's what these audio rooms remind me of. And then you mix in conferencing, going from room to room to see speakers or listen to particular people. Uh, and that's what it reminds me of. Uh, but it's totally different than podcast. So that, that's what I wanted to add. But I, again, I'm enjoying the conversation, though, too. Yeah. And let me let me do one more thing, Robert, before I let you go. And thank you for that, Isidro, before I let you go. So we, we got on the conversation of and we're trying to define as we're looking to redefine potentially what a podcast is. Robert, if I got to put you into the corner, and you got to define it in one simple sentence. How do you finish the sentence before we get to Victoria? And then uh, Tej here, a podcast is. 
a medium for people to express their opinions. Fair enough. Victoria, what's going on? Absolutely. Victoria, how are you doing? What's going on? Hey, how are you? Good, good. Uh, thanks. I, um, there are two things that I want to touch on. The first thing is when Robert was speaking about discoverability. Well, the one thing that a lot of artists, especially when you're an independent artist, you are always trying to build your audience. So discoverability is a challenge, especially if you're in theater, you're in small theater, you're in uh, non-commercial, we're in the New York area, it could be a small theater, the LA area, an intimate theater, even off-Broadway has challenges on discoverability. So I think that is always a challenge when you're an independent and you, even an artist, have to deal with that. So I think that's always a challenge for the artist. But the second thing that I really want to touch on, and I was having this conversation the other day, and I truly believe this, I don't see Fireside as social audio. I see it literally as what Fallon has shared with us when we first met her that this is literally a production company in the palm of your hand. And because it also now includes video, it expands your opportunity to what it is that you want to create for your audience. And I don't think we're even scratching the surface of that right now. So I see Clubhouse to be entirely different. And, and I would think right now, from what I understand, Clubhouse is defined as social audio. But I don't put Fireside in that category. In terms of the answer to your question, what is a podcast? I love Robert's answer. That is the, I, I really couldn't think of anything except that I was thinking of how it is, uh, again, the opportunity for individual artists to share their voices. Um, without being under an institution or a company that is also going to sometimes interfere with your voice. So those yeah. are my input. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. And uh, let's kick it over to Ted. What's going on, my man? Let's go ahead and unmute yourself. When you can, unless you're on the phone, then you obviously can't. But yeah, Tej, feel free to fire away when you are ready. Otherwise, we'll, um, we'll continue this conversation here and uh, about a half hour in right now. Uh, I try to keep these conversations to, you know, somewhere between 15 and, and 30 minutes, sometimes 45 minutes, somewhere in there. So if you wanted to join the conversation, this is this is the right time to do it. Uh, feel free to raise your hand, join us up here. Uh, Tez, yeah, man, what, uh, what are your thoughts on the subject? Sorry about that. I just joined last night and I had to give my phone permission to allow me to unmute. Sorry about that. No worries. So I, 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 I love the discussion. Uh, and primarily one of the things that, that struck a chord was what I think it was Robert or someone or someone said about the discovery, right? This versus Clubhouse. And that's where the beauty is in the discovery, which is either you go out and find your tribe, find your discussion that you want to be a part of or listen to. If you don't, you can be a creator, which is the nice thing for someone like myself who's been offline for 20 years uh, running a couple of companies. But online, this is new to me. We can go now create something if we don't discover what we want. That's why I love these platforms. Um, and that's kind of what I wanted to chime in with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I and I do really like the the definition, Victoria, as you shared of the differentiator here between the platforms and how this is more of a broadcast company, so to speak, in a broadcast creation and distribution opportunity in the palm of your hand. Um, one could argue that there are similar opportunities on the other platforms, but I do think, um, and one of the things that I have said uh, now since. I've been a fireside creator since March, which makes me one of the OGs, I guess, here on the platform uh, and December uh, on Clubhouse, which makes me kind of an OG on that platform. I will say um, that from from my perspective, one of the things and several of the things that they're doing from a from a features standpoint here uh, on fireside it's it's really interesting that they are looking at it more. Uh, from the standpoint of, I would say that Clubhouse has been really going at and looking at things from a, from and the, the terminology that I use is from a critical mass standpoint, that they're really focused on the bigger, the better, and trying to establish that position in terms of, hey, we're, we're in that number one spot. It's going to be tough to take us down. We've got a lot of money behind us. We're going to continue to grow day after day, week after week, month after month. Whereas Fireside, I think what they have done an exceptional job at is going after what I would call curated mass in terms of really being able to bring on uh, a select number of creators and or curators, if you will, that gives them a nice mix of different people, different viewpoints, different conversations, et cetera but all of the people that they are bringing on with those different viewpoints and different conversations, et cetera, have some degree of ability to lead uh, a high value conversation. Now, is that super judgmental? It is, but I can say that from the standpoint of, I have seen and witnessed and been a part of many a clubhouse room where the moderator, and Freddie, I know you can appreciate this as well, and others who are on that platform, where many a moderator there does not have the ability to really lead and direct and control and manage a meaningful conversation. Whereas here, the number of times that that happens is almost zero. And so from that standpoint, I, I really do applaud Fireside's approach here in terms of being, and again, I hate the word, but it is the word of selective, right? From the standpoint of they don't just let anyone become a, a creator in terms of being able to open these fireside chats. So from that standpoint, they've, they've really, I think, taken a very unique approach of going after curated mass versus critical mass. Um, and I think that that lends itself well towards scalability and longevity as far as what this platform can potentially offer when then when you combine that with the other features that gives you, as Victoria says, you know, that, that kind of broadcast creation and distribution opportunity, literally in the palm of your hand, they're, they're doing a lot of things well. So I, I do applaud them for that. Um, and I do think that as we look at the future of social audio and we look at where, this is all headed in terms of how we define what a podcast is and how the industry evolves. I have no doubt that both Fireside and Clubhouse will be a part of that conversation in their own unique ways. So let me do this. Freddie, please. 
And that's what I love about this platform, Fireside. Oh my God. That is the one thing Fireside got correct. If you can control the content creators or the creators on a platform, you can control the rooms, right? So right now, even if Fireside had a thousand um, room spaces, whatever you want to call it, um, in the hallway, with Fireside creating who is the actual person that can create a room, you can determine the actual content. Clubhouse has failed on that since day one. That's what I yeah, point well taken. Seth, you also unmuted there. What uh, What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'd just say that's, I mean, that's what stood out from day one of their vision with Fireside for me as well. And, and I think that what it does is it creates a standard. Uh, and I think that over the last few years, there's been a huge movement in podcasting, a like, hey, everybody can jump in and everybody can start it. And, you know, you can start it on your phone and you don't need mics and all this stuff. And I think overall that has been good because it's gotten more people is at, you know, creating and more people in the industry. But I think there still needs to be like a responsibility, a standard where creators that are coming in, where there's like some benchmarks that they can strive towards. Like, oh man, I would, I would love to be, you know, accepted as a creator and go through the creator program at Fireside or something like that. I think that will help creators to be thinking more in terms of, if I'm creating content, there's a responsibility that I have to one, create better and better content, but also to like be putting craft, be putting time into my craft. And I think it's amazing that the Fireside team's kind of putting effort into that and that they have a team. If like, if you're a creator and you have questions and you want other feedback on your show, then like they'll give that and they'll help you. And so I just kind of want to echo, like, I think that's one thing they've done very, very well. And that's going to continue to set them apart. Yeah, you know it's interesting, and and we'll we'll wrap here. But I will say it it almost feels like sort of you know just high schoolish in terms of everybody figuring out their way. You know, a great platform to really figure out who you are and and what you're about and what your voice is in terms of Clubhouse, right? Giving you that opportunity to really cut your chops. And for some people, it's the first time they're ever leading a conversation with more than just a handful of people. And so just to really, you know, really be able to just cut your teeth and, and just, you know, get get some comfort and, 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 and for the first time ever, you know, really be at that epicenter of, of a conversation. So just kind of a lot of, you know, different approaches to what that looks like and a lot of learning curve. And so it's kind of, you know, broadcasters gone wild, right? I mean, in terms of what, we, what we're seeing there and in Clubhouse versus this feels very much like almost like a yeah, for lack of a better term, like a doctorate type level. Like this is the graduation after the graduation after the graduation. And that's what you can come to expect here on this platform, right? Which are the people who have graduated from just kind of that, that entry level, you know, sort of apprentice position and now have been doing it enough that they can really not only, of course, represent the platform, because at the end of the day, you know, what Clubhouse, I think what they forget about is the fact that anytime someone opens a room on Clubhouse, they're, they're in large measure representing the Clubhouse brand, which is something that I, you know, I don't think they take seriously enough. And so every time you open a room here, right, exactly, Freddie, I know facepalm on that. So every time you open, uh, you know, a room and have a conversation here uh, on, on Fireside, you're, you're representing the brand. And I think that is one of the, the things that they absolutely recognize. 
And albeit, you know, much like Clubhouse's creator first program that ruffled a lot of feathers, I, I, I know that there have been some people who are kind of scratching their heads going, why can't I lead a conversation here on Fireside? So it's a, a little bit of a double-edged sword. Wendy, what are your thoughts? Whoa, you know me, Steve. You don't want to know him. <laughs> you might have a thought or two. Yes, please. Um, hey, everyone. Hi, Freddie. Um, yes, I thought what Victoria said was extremely 1,000% right on. Um, you know me. I think that, and I've expressed this on Clubhouse several times, that I believe that if you, um, you look at every platform for the value that it can bring you, and you use that platform intelligently, then awesome. And here on Fireside, it is, it's interesting because um, Fireside for me, and I've expressed it before, I came over here uh, just as I was really building my momentum over there on Clubhouse. And I came here, I came here in March, and then I came back when I was uh, made a creator, which I thought was very honorable, and I got very excited about that. And, um, and now I've spent a lot of my time here because I believe it is as an indie podcaster for the past 10 years in all different um, ways, video, podcasting, whatever, we built the fundamentals of podcasting for so many years, right? There's so many of us and we, I feel, I think a lot of us feel that Fallon really understands that we've been underserved and this is kind of the answer for indie podcasters to finally be recognized. That's number one. Uh, the second thing is that I hope one day, Steve, you start to use the vernacular here on Fireside properly. We are not curators. We are creators, <laughs> number one. So please start to call us creators. We are very proud creators. Um, I, when I go out and I meet somebody and I say, you know, I'm a creator on uh, Mark Cuban's new app called Fireside, their eyebrows go up. If I, I would never say, hey, I'm a moderator on Clubhouse or I have a club on Clubhouse. I mean, that's like talking to the wind, right? And it was kind of like meaningless. It's like back in the day saying you had a podcast, you were almost embarrassed to say you even had a podcast because nobody listened to podcasts. <laughs> so um, Fireside for me is just a beautiful community of incre uh, incredible creative professionals that will bring all sorts of amazing content to this platform that is going to be unexpected and um, change the world, period. Uh, and that's really why I'm here. And I think I see all my peeps down there. That's why we're here. And honestly, <laughs> I'm yeah. going to say this to you, Steve, if you come here one more time and you just want to talk about what's the difference between Clubhouse and social audio and fireside, I mean, seriously, let's get positive. And really, I, I heard you being very positive about fireside today, which is really awesome. But, I have never um, been negative about fireside. I don't know. You, you kind of come on and you always want to rile the forces, right? What's social audio opposed to podcasting opposed to this? It's like embrace that. This if we is don't the... have these sort of conversations, Wendy, we're not going to evolve. I mean, so we're going to have to agree to disagree on that. And as the founder Absolutely. and editor-in-chief of Podcast Magazine, <laughs> oh, I know. you and I are going to have very different conversations and I'm going to lead very different conversations. So we will have to respectfully disagree from the standpoint of Absolutely. I think this is the perfect 
place to have these conversations as we look to redefine, and I know you joined us a little bit late here, but part of this conversation is redefining what it means in terms of having a podcast in general, because I think the definition of podcast and what that is has to evolve. And if we don't include social audio in that conversation, I think we're doing ourselves and this burgeoning brand new evolving industry a huge disservice. So I'm going to say thank you for your opinion. And I'm going to respectfully say that I am probably going to lead a lot of these conversations in terms of the comparison of social audio and podcasting. That's awesome. That's awesome. You can do that. But you know, we all are basically Fallon, the founder basically explicitly says this is not social audio. So we can have that conversation here. It's it's totally cool, Steve. Totally fine. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And, thank you. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate the thinking. And that's part of what we all run up against as we're looking to have these conversations is then using the vernacular, right? And using vernacular, though, that not only is relevant for this particular platform, but using vernacular that is universal. Because I think universal vernacular is ultimately going to spell the difference between this having widespread mass adoption and we have this uh, sort of opportunity here in audio to play on the same level as social media in general and no matter how you slice it audio still plays a very strong second fiddle to video and to social media as a whole and so what we need to do is i believe we strongly need to come together around that vernacular and have a universal set of languaging so that audio isn't always going to be relegated to that second place position, but instead we then can get to widespread adoption that allows us to be in that same conversation. Uh, Just real quick, the... um, the... And you have nothing to respond to that, I'm sure, but please. No, 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 it's it's not. It's just uh, just to clarify the the, um, one is a medium, right? There's a medium and the other one is, is the is the product really the the you know the content right so how that's distributed out is the medium and it being social uh, all i want to say is that my podcast has always been a show and we just use that that here on fireside we say shows because they they do turn into shows they're shows they're not rooms they're not spaces uh, and that's just unique to the actual platform and that's cool clubhouse is a room you know spaces it's a space or twitter whatever right here it's a show that's all. And so when we call them rooms here, they're not rooms, they're shows. We're not moderators, we're podcast hosts, we're creators. So that's all. Hey, Got Wendy, can I, can I say something to what Wendy ready. said? Because uh, Wendy, look at it this way, right? And I get what Fallon is saying, and I love Fallon, like we all do, right? But here's the thing, when it comes to Twitter, Facebook, even Instagram, um, even YouTube, right? Twitter started off as a breaking news site. Is, is Twitter today a breaking news site? No. Is YouTube what it originally started? No. Is Facebook what it originally started? No. The point the point that I'm making with that being said, right? You never know, right? Even Clubhouse. Clubhouse started off as this private, like, elite club thing, right? That's not what it is today. It's a bunch of rooms, random rooms at this point. But that's not originally what it was. So the point that I'm making is... Even though I understand why Fallon is saying it, Fireside is not social audio. But until you have 100,000 rooms in the in the hallway space, whatever Fireside wants to call it at this moment, you never know what it's going to turn into. 
until the users are actually and the creators are actually creating these rooms and then it evolves into whatever it's going to evolve into right and i on, i'm only saying that because from experience right from black planet myspace to facebook to twitter to all of these platforms that i've been on for so many years they all grew like even what fireside and that's why i'm saying yeah, we know it's not social audio because you got video. It's not Clubhouse. It's not none of these other social audio apps. So it's not social audio. But until the users are actually here, we don't know how the creators are actually going to use this platform. to. Right. So at the end of the day, it's a medium, right? It's a uh, it's our media. <laughs> you know what I mean, Freddie? It's like you're using Twitter to send out your message. We're using Instagram to send out the messages. The fundamentals of it being a delivery system for messaging is still the same. What evolved was, you're right, was you know everything around it. But the essence of it is still, it's a, it's, it's, it's a medium for delivering a message. So great point. Thanks. Yeah. Well, let's do this. We, um, we'll leave it there. And uh, much to Wendy's chagrin, <laughs> I'm sure we'll, we'll continue to have these sort of discussions uh, and come to an understanding of what the future of social audio is, what the future of audio is, how this world continues to evolve and how we will all play uh, our respective roles in this creator economy and creator world that we, uh, that we now live in. So Awesome having you here. And uh, as always, I invite you to join us on the podcast magazine journey. Uh, if you're not a subscriber, this is a way of saying thank you for hanging out with us here. Uh, you can go to podcastmagazine.com slash free. Uh, it's a private backdoor link you can use to grab a free lifetime subscription to the magazine. And we'd love to have you join us there. So Great hanging with everybody. Good to see you. Thanks, everybody, for sharing your thoughts and joining me up here on stage. That's what makes this fun. And I will talk to you guys really, really soon here in Fireside. Thanks, everybody. Take care. You just got dismantled. Thanks for listening to Reinvention Radio. For more information about the show and your host, Steve Olsher, visit ReinventionRadio.com. 